Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Please take your seats. School is now in session. Welcome to Homeschool Podcast. Homeschool. The Homeschool Podcast. Why? Because it was homeschool. It's time to document the journey. This episode is brought to you by Share a Sale. Share a Sale is a great way for you to start generating some profit for your podcast, vlog. Listen, if you guys are like me, I know that you sit around and you watch other people. They do podcasts and they got sponsors, they got blogs, they got vlogs. And you're like, how do these people get sponsors? My show's better than theirs. Believe me, I've been there. I'm going to tell you how you guys get sponsors. You can do so at Share a Sale. Click the link in the description of this podcast. Make sure you use that link and you guys will be able to sign up as an affiliate on Share a Sale for absolutely free. The worst thing that could happen is they deny you. You just fill out the application. It doesn't cost you anything to fill out the application. Once approved, you then have access to several different merchants. We're talking about thousands, diff- thousands of different merchants of different types of products and services. So if you know your audience, you know the type of products and services that you think that they'd like to hear about, then uh, sign up for share a sale. Start looking through there. You know they got CBD companies. Um, you know uh, the healthy snacks things that get shipped to your door, if, uh, pet products, pet health insurance. Half of the my sponsors that I have are from ShareASale. So it's a great way for you guys to not spend any money out of your pocket and start making some money on your podcast. And at the same time, you're helping out the homeschool podcast. So make sure you're using our link in the description when you do so. Or you can go to homeschoolpod.com, click on Sponsors. All right. Welcome back to Homeschool Podcast. I'm Augustino Zoida. I'm your host. I want to welcome to our show my guest today, Khalil Sadie. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing great, buddy. How about you, man? Man, I'm uh, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I was telling you before we started, I threw my back out. So, um, <laughs> sucks. To tell you the truth, dude. And by the way, this, the way that this is going to come out is going to be that this is totally your fault. Hal, but <laughs> no, it's not. For for a long time, I've been thinking about getting into 
maybe jujitsu. Um, I've taken the beginning basics of Krav Maga back in the day and I really enjoyed myself. Uh, you know what I mean? And then the other day you brought up that you're going to take, uh, that you, you, you take jujitsu. You're like two years in, you really enjoy it. Yeah. And you're like the third person I've met who's told me it's addicting. They love it. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to do jujitsu and I have enough friends that do it, that I can do it with somebody. And, and then uh, I have another comic friend who has a just an outdoor workout thing, you know, and I thought I'd support her and I get myself outdoors and I do a couple workouts just to see if I'll commit to something because it's only six weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the, t- today was day one and it's in my neighborhood. It's 730 yeah. in the morning. I'm like, yeah, if I get up early and I go and, you know, it's an hour in my neighborhood. This is a good I'm moving things in the right direction. So <laughs> so uh this morning I'm on time, everything's going great, and then I'm doing I'm doing jump ropes. <laughs> which by the way, I don't do jump ropes. <laughs> Have you ever when was the last time you used a jump rope? About a year ago. A year ago, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they were I, I was doing jump ropes and it just keeps getting stuck under my feet. Yeah. And everybody in the class is like, uh, when was the last time you did jump roving? And I'm like, never. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, when you were a kid, you must have done it. And I was like, no, I was homeschooled. I never oh, did jump never roping. you've never done any jump rope at all? I've never done jump ropes. I've, oh, man. I mean, I've never, other than like Krav Maga and my dad was into, my dad was into Hapkido to a pretty mm-hmm. high level. And yeah. there were and and he would take me to a class where there was kids, you know, so they had the parents and the kids on one side. So I've been to things like that, but mostly yeah. I never did things in a group like workout yeah. class. So I was a little nervous, and I was like, "Yeah, no, I never, I never did. I'm homeschooled. Like I didn't do hopscotch and that type of shit." <laughs> so I started feeling a little self conscious about meet people commenting and me not and it keeps getting stuck under my foot every other workout i'm doing fine you know and then so i started jumping really high to make sure that the rope doesn't get stuck so i'm jumping high i'm jumping (laughs) high and i don't know what happened dude i land on my feet and like with my arms like this and all the weight and my arms coming down like right in the center of my back like between the shoulder blades right in the spine i heard the loudest crack and I don't know, like I for a second I couldn't breathe, and my I have like pains in my chest too. Oh no, dude! Like up here in these muscles, so I must have like pulled a muscle in my back or something. I don't know what I did. Oh man, have you gotten like a massage or anything like that? I mean, this happened today, but no, oh, so I, just yeah, like, that's just happened. I've had a couple massages, which was a part of physical therapy, and that was two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never before that I never got massages, but yeah, this happened today. Oh man! Did by the way, did you record yourself like doing the jump rope? No. (laughs) You want to see it? I I need to see this now. You want to see it and make fun of me a little bit? Uh, (laughs) I don't know what it is, dude. I'm like, part of me is like, I really hope I didn't like fracture my back or something. Or I don't think you fractured it. You probably pulled a muscle. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a doctor, of course, but if if I if with my professional opinion, I'd say you pull the muscle. Because do do you do any jumping at all whatsoever? I do work out like you know three to four times a week, and in that I will do like jumping jacks type shit and, okay. and burpees. Okay. So it's yeah, not that I, I never jump. It, it, but you're not like fully like 
jumping as if you're trying to reach a like a basketball <laughs> rim every time. No, and not like fast over and over yeah. again to catch a rope, you know. And yeah. So I, I don't know. Plus, I'm heavy. When I came down, I probably the sound it made was like a pop, and also, you know, when you crack your back. Yeah. Sounded it was like that. Li- well, it sounded like a loud of those and like a hundred of them, but in the same spot. Oh no. You know. So so it was like a multiple. Ooh, dude, that sounds horrible. It, it yeah, and like I, my first that split second was like, did I just paralyze myself? <laughs> yeah, I, I probably didn't crack anything or you yeah. know fracture anything because I'm walking. Yeah, you know I can turn my neck well, and stuff. That, that's so. To your point over there, I know a dude that he literally broke his back, and he was walking around. And he was just in pain, but he like it turns out he broke his back. Like he just wasn't like he didn't have a clue. Like he was a uh, like riding a snowmobile. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess at some point, like he didn't see something, and then just tipped over, and then kind of like fell on the like I guess the snow was really hard, and I don't know if the snowmobile fell on him or not, but like he had a really like he crashed really badly and after that he was like having a hard time like his back was hurting and stuff like that but he in in a million years never would have thought that his back was broken and after like i think it was like a month i don't know if it was that long but about a month of him just like being that like being that way like someone told him hey dude go check that out and and the guy's like well your back's broken so Oh, I don't man. think that's what happened to you, but it could happen that you have no idea. <laughs> You're <laughs> you terrifying no idea. Your me. Back's broken. <laughs> I had an ice pack on it all day, and I planned to uh, to do a hot one tonight. Yeah. And uh, it, it does feel a little better. I don't know if it's the numbness from the ice pack, but yeah, if I do a deep breath, it does slightly hurt. If I pick, if I yeah. bend over a certain way, pick up something heavy, it does slightly yeah. hurt. I, I really hope that. <laughs> I didn't break my back. <laughs> oh man, that's that sounds horrible, dude. But yeah, like keep doing the the the, the heat and cold compression. Yeah. That should help a lot. What uh, sucks is like I really enjoyed the class. And by the way, that was yeah. like the like I did a couple of things, and then mm-hmm. the, the jump rope was my third thing. And then oh, I was like, oh, the first rep, our first rep. Yeah, I got injured and I just kept going and pushed through it. Oh, so you even made it worse because you kept going. Maybe I did the whole uh, class because I was just kept thinking to myself, I probably just cracked my back and it yeah, just, and, you yeah. know, that muscle hasn't moved before. So I just kept going and, you know, yeah. I really enjoyed the class and I, um, I don't get to go that much because I travel on the road, so mm-hmm. I can't commit to the full six weeks. But yeah. I, but they, so they let me do you know, whenever I can and pay like prorated. So, so I was able to go today. I could have gone Friday and then I could go Monday morning before I head to Vegas. So Mm -hmm. I would have been able to get in three and then I'm gone for a week. So yeah, I'm I'm like bummed out if I'm not able to go back to the class on Friday, you know? Yeah. That sucks, dude. Yeah. You should definitely get it checked out just in case. But to me, it sounds, did you stretch before you like started the workout yeah they do uh you know like much, as much as a class gets you to do a little warm-up a little you know okay. thing because like sometimes it's like the pulled muscle just like uh it seems like it's something else but it's just a pulled muscle but it like it makes everything contract like yeah. around the muscle like every bone or every joint or whatever it totally could be that because it's soreness in my chest too 
Yeah. You know, I don't know, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what you're telling me sounds like a like a pop rib or something like that too. Yeah. But you know, it could be a lot of things. Is it a pop I, spine? I, yeah, it could be the same thing, dude. I I I, I don't know, but it, it sounds like you're having a rough time. So I don't want to be you right now. Yeah, today sucked. <laughs> uh yeah i'll do the i'll do the hot pet later and, and hopefully i'll feel better tomorrow but uh um, yeah get, get your girl to g- give you a massage or something on the back <laughs> like the muscles around the back maybe, maybe yeah. yeah someone told me to get tiger bomb i've heard that's pretty good yeah i've heard it's good so i asked her to go out and pick some up and then maybe i can get it's her ki- it's kind of like a, an icy hot sort of thing oh too, okay so. gotcha yeah yeah, uh, if I could get some sleep tonight, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. dude. Um, so it was go- it was good to see you this last weekend in uh, in so- well, not in Salt Lake City. Well, I saw you in Salt Lake City and St. George, yeah. Utah, which is yeah. where you're currently living. And by the way, yeah. I want to give a big thank you to everybody that came out to the shows in Salt Lake City and in St. George. It was it was awesome, man. Um, I mean, both shows I think were great. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having yeah. me in oh, St. Dude, George. Thank you for having me, man. That was great. It was. I mean, I just had a good time with you and your wife over the weekend. I'm glad that you guys came out to Salt Lake City. Uh, I had a ball. Um, Proper yeah, Brewing dude. Company was awesome. Yeah, dude, I had a blast too, man. That was a lot of fun. The that's a pretty cool space too, man. Like I, I, I didn't know like uh, like I, I thought the the show was gonna be like at the inside the Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is an interesting spot, but I didn't see like any room. Like I don't see this set up for the place. Yeah. In that. Uh, but then when we got out to like the little, I guess like it was kind of like a parking lot kind of thing, but yes. with, but with uh, like an actual seating, uh, seating section. It was really nice, dude. I, I like that because it was like indoors but outdoors at the same time. Yeah, they get that cool little event space upstairs. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like half of it is a patio and the other half is indoors. It, I mean, I could see people renting that out for all kinds of parties and they yeah i told them they should do like movie trivia and stuff like that so i i thought you know we were gonna do it downstairs and they were mm-hmm. gonna close the the brewery to the public mm-hmm. but we ended up going like yeah you know it's friday night we don't want to close our bar so it's like we, let's let's, yeah. let's use the event room and it ended up working out yeah. great yeah. um the food there is great good beers and i really enjoyed working with those people i think i'm gonna go back again in like okay six to nine months and do it again they wanted to have yeah. me back and you know what i'm gonna do this time bro and i've actually been wanting to do this is i mm-hmm. want to because i don't know if you follow uh, on instagram i do a show called uh, the movie stash yeah I, i've seen it i haven't act- i've seen that you do it i haven't actually seen it okay so Right now, I'm releasing five-minute episodes. It's always mm-hmm. under five minutes to Instagram. And, okay. you know, it's just a, a, a funny movie review. We discuss movies, okay. and then it's followed by trivia. Whoever wins mm-hmm. trivia, they choose the movie that we're going to w- discuss next. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of fun, and I'm going to actually be doing an, a real podcast where you'll, people will be able to listen to the whole thing okay. uncut. But yeah. anyway, long story short... I want to <laughs> when I go on the road and do gigs like that where it's at like a brewery or something. I want to do a trivia also. Okay. Like, so we'll do the comedy show and then the late show is just trivia. Okay. You know, and like maybe me and my co-host can host it and then you know the audience participates and they'll win prizes yeah. and stuff. So you can yeah. buy a ticket to the comedy show or you can buy a ticket to trivia or you know we'll give or you both. a discount you get both type of thing. So. I think I might bring that back there. There's also a couple of places in Boston I might take it to this summer. That sounds like fun, man. Yeah, like that's a that that sounds like a like a 
like a great plan to have like for one night like because what like are you what times are like you thinking of doing that like it's like a 7 p.m show and then like a 9 p.m trivia sort of thing yeah exactly yeah something like that you know or you know we could even split it up on different days it depends in in the summer you know we can you can well if it's a weekend you can always start early i like starting at like seven you know if it's a weekday i start at eight because people got to come from work that's usually what i'd like to do yeah um but uh, but anyway, yeah, it was it was, a, it was a good time in Utah. I'm glad I got to see. You. I haven't seen you, and like four years. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It must have been. So just to give our our listeners here a, a little bit of a backstory. So back in the day when I used to work at the Haha ha Comedy Club, I would often run the bar at when we opened at five o'clock, so all the comedians yeah. can come sign up for open mic, and uh, and and you and your wife would come like all the time, and that's how long I've known you. And then yeah. you, and then you guys moved like what two years ago? Two and a half years ago, yeah, dude. It's it's been a little minute. So so I, it's probably been like four years since I've seen you. What happened between? <laughs> I know you, well, you moved, but then is it just like I I know I didn't work there anymore. Yeah, so I I stopped going to the haha as much because like going to those mics was you know how like sometimes there's thirty people and then you just get to go on last. I'm like, oh, yes. man, I gotta find a better way to like you know, get, get a better mic. So like, I started to like, you know, go around town, do a bunch of different mics. And then I'll, I would do the ha ha every once in a while, but I would do the ha ha every day. Cause I'm like, okay, I get, I get up every day and then I can do like that one every day. And then, you know, sometimes you can go around town or whatever. And then there's other mics. Right. But, but I, like, it got really tiresome to like, just sometimes I would have to like wait three days in a row, to, like get the last set. I'm like, ah, this is not working for me. Dude. Yeah. So, Cause you did it like uh, two years, yeah, just two years of just like uh, doing that mic, and then I would occasionally go to other mics. But the, the reason I I went to the haha a lot is just because as an open mic, like it guarantee you to get on stage. If you would go yeah. to the other the other comedy clubs, it's like well, it's like a one in ten chance of actually getting up there, and then. And if you actually do get up there, it's like you're doing two to three minutes, which is like not a lot of time to work out right. either. So, yeah, usually, so yeah. usually open mics were like three minutes and it's a lot or you may not even get to go up that week. The, yeah. the first time I ever stepped foot on stage, I was 20 years old and it was at the Melrose Improv. That, that's my first open mic, too, dude. Was it really? Yeah. On Tuesdays, yeah. right? On, yeah, on, man. on Tuesdays and you go down there and everybody you know, signs up and only like maybe t- 15 to 20 got picked. Mm-hmm. And the first time I got picked and yeah. then the second time I didn't even know it was a lottery system. Cause the first time yeah. I got picked, I thought everybody yeah. goes up. And yeah. then, so the second time I didn't get picked, I was like, Oh, well this blows. Yeah. And then, uh, I found the haha, which was cool. Like you're saying, because it's a comedy club. So it's not like one of those bar open mics. Yeah. It's a comedy club that you're guaranteed to get up. A lot of people shit on the pay-to-play thing, which I yeah. understand. But when you're paying your dues as an open micer, it's like mm-hmm. it's like a boxer going to the gym. You know, yeah. he pays his membership. Yeah. So I I I never I never really minded it. You know, and like you said, and and they gave you the opportunity to do five dollars yeah. for five minutes or ten dollars. Ten minutes, dude. Yeah. So that, that was a big thing. But the worst oh. was like like you're saying, it got too much. After a yeah. couple of years, and you did it maybe three days a week, four days a week, yeah, sitting there for two, three hours, and maybe you go last, and then some of the guys bought ten minutes, 
Yeah, and and a lot of the guys that bought ten minutes did not have any like good ten minutes. So like you're sitting through like brutal shit, brutal, just torture. It was guys that just like were using it as therapy that weren't necessarily comics. Yeah, and just you know saying stuff, just talking for ten minutes. It was brutal. Um, (laughs) At one point, I remember saying to 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 Jack, you know, who owned the club. Yeah, I remember saying to him like, "We gotta reduce who can do." 10 minutes 10 minutes yeah and we started to only like limit you know five people to do it or we used to tell them like you can't put the 10 minutes in a row yeah you had to put a bunch of five brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain maybe you think they're just part of getting older but many health understands that for women over 40 they can all connect to menopause it's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience not just hot flashes MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Was it then a ten, and then a bunch of fives, and a ten? Yeah. Um, and th- dude, that's where I actually met like one of my closest friends, the guy who does the movie podcast with me, mm-hmm. Kevin. That's actually where I okay. met him. It's my first okay. day. I went to Haha. I stood outside the door waiting for them to open at five, and I was out there with Kevin, another guy that he moved here with from Boston, who doesn't do comedy anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I met Eric Allegria that day, who was yeah. basically had my job when I first got there. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, Rico was already working there who, who, you know, who passed away and, and yeah. so that was it. And then eventually I got more and more connected in that club, eventually started working there, eventually became the manager of it and yeah. gosh, cr- crazy times. But now what a lot of places do, uh, did you ever do fourth wall when you were out here? Yeah, that that was one of the places that I started going to a lot because like it's like a set time, yeah, and you're only there for an hour. So I, uh, you know, you're only performing to like ten comics, which is pretty much what you're doing at most of the other open mics. Yes, but like it's like you're in, you're out, and you go, and you can try again like right away if you want, or you can go to a different open mic. So I really like that aspect, but it can also I, I understand why people didn't like that. Yeah, because because it was like you're just performing for like the same people over and over again but it serves a good purpose for what it is it's yeah. like yeah i i like what they were doing they were only letting so many people sign up so that to guarantee that it's only going to be 45 minutes so you're not yeah. sitting there all night yeah and then you can sign up for and then there's one every hour and then they don't let anybody leave just sit here for 45 minutes like everybody yeah. support each other cuz 
you know, at an open mic, somebody goes up and then they leave. By the time it's your turn, you're in front of two people. Yeah, dude. I, I, that's the other part of it, right? Like you're waiting for two hours and then at the end of it, you're literally performing for like the host and yeah, someone who just graciously wanted to like stay there for whatever reason. There's masochist or something. Just to be respectful of the room, you know, and and, you know, you, you watched everybody, but then there's people that won't watch. And it's one thing if you have to leave, you have another spot somewhere, but they would leave and go hang by the bar. Yeah. A lot of people just like, and dude, and they were like the loudest people too. Like the, the door could be closed, but you could still hear them like just laughing on, on the other room. It was like, I mean, I get it, you know, like, you don't, you don't want to watch everybody like, and after two years, I'm like, ah, fuck this dude. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to watch everybody. Anymore. That's what I say. Like paying your dues. So like, if you're, you know, a super, super new comic, you got to stay there the whole time and support everybody, yeah, dude, you know, don't be disrespectful. everybody yeah. learn, watch like, and learn what to do and what not to do. Exactly. And I mean, for Christ's sakes, your wife did it more than yeah. comics did it. Yeah, man. I made a comment about that. And by the way, I made a comment to you this weekend about how, like, you know, your wife would sit there with you the whole time and listen to these guys. But I used to have a joke whenever I would go up at the open mics and a guy would bring their girl. As Mm -hmm. I say, like, that really is the test if you should marry a a chick. (laughs) Bring bring her a couple open mics and let her sit there for three hours through that nonsense. Yeah. And see if she she comes back again the second time, you're like, we got to keep her. (laughs) Yeah, she's a keeper, definitely. (laughs) So, you know, you if you're a new comic, you got to for I don't I'm sorry. I want to say a minimum a year. Yeah. You got to sit through the whole mic, guys. It's it's it's. It's. I think it's at least a rite of passage, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, after a year, you could be like, okay, I'm done with this. But if if you haven't like seen a, because like you see everything in those rooms, man. And I remember a lot of the stuff I learned was like what not to do, because yeah. uh, like the things that I would learn to like, okay, do this, do that, like those came after a while of just repetition. Mm-hmm. But like just watching and and seeing like. Because 90% of the people that are there, they're like, they're not good at it, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really, <clears throat> it's rough. Like, it's really rough and it's eye-opening at the same time, so. Yeah, I like, think, like, at the longer you do stand-up, the less amount of comics after you, you have to stay to watch. Yeah. You know, like, I think before the pandemic, I was doing this open mic around the street from my, around the corner from my house at the Robin mm-hmm. Hood uh, okay. Irish or Scottish pub or whatever. I think I've heard of it. Not, I didn't know they had an open mic there, but I've heard of that. Yeah, pub, it's on Burbank and uh, like Woodman. Yeah, and so so they in the back room there they would do an open mic. I forget what day got it. It was fun, you know. I used to like pop it in there every now and then to work on new shit. Yeah. So at the time, I'm probably ten, eleven years into comedy, mm-hmm. and even I'm still staying for two comics after I go up. Yeah. You know, so I don't know when I'm going to go on. I go and I watch however many before me and then I go up and then I go back to my seat for two more and then I leave. It's just a respect thing. Yeah, man. You know, just 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 so you're not saying like, hey, F off. I I did my time. It's time to go. So at least you're like being respectful to the next few comics. That's what you got to do. So I do like what fourth wall or, or those pay to play. You know, yeah. uh, they have it's called slotted out here. The website slotted. Yeah. You go, yeah. And I mean, yeah. Especially if you want to work on a 15, 20 minute set, you got something coming up. Nobody yeah. in LA gives you twenty minute sets. You can yeah, go to the fourth no wall one, and you no can do one. four in a row of five, 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 five. Yeah. 
And dude, that just by doing that alone, like even if I remember I tried doing that with like with the same bits by the end of the first, like by the end of the day, you like you have like not if you don't have like a fully full bit already, like you definitely have like something that it either has legs or it doesn't like by yeah. the end of those four months. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> Cause that's I did a, I did that a couple of times as like I wanted to work a twenty minute set, so I did like four of those, mm-hmm. and you know, so I did a five minute each, different five minute each one. Yeah. But the one that didn't work in the previous one, I would sneak it into this one too. But yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. so but, yeah, like you said, by the four, it was like all right, if that one didn't, it's time to let it go. <laughs> it's, it's time to throw it away, man. <laughs> and I don't mind that there's only ten because like you know it won't last long. Yeah. And the room only holds like 15. Yeah, it's a small room, dude. As and opposed to the haha or those big comedy clubs. It's like the full comedy club. There's two people left in the room and a place that holds 200. And <laughs> and it feels like the tension in those room in those rooms like it's like it shrinks I don't know yeah. dude, it's a weird the feeling energy leaves. It's like two people in the room like you have to I remember Especially like in the beginning when I was starting, like I by the end of those sets, like by the end of those, like by the time it was my time to go up, yeah, I was just like drained from my energy, just like going through that whole experience of just listening to that bullshit. And then by the time it was my like, like you get there and you have energy. By the time it's time, it's my time to go up. I'm like, I have no energy. So the first thing that I did was when I got on stage, I was like, Whoa! yeah, just to like pump myself up or something. Yeah, it's draining. Yeah, it was draining. I I don't know if you ever said anything to me. I wish you would have because I don't like to. I mean, I never like to you know cheat people. If you yeah. came up to me and said like, "Hey, can I go early?" I'd be like, "Ah, oh, yeah. you know, you know, it's not fair to everybody." But if if I see that consistently every time you end up going last, I'd be like, yeah. "All right, let, let me let, throw this guy up. He went last the last three times." Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I wish you told me stuff like that. And then <laughs> you 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 did you you did tell me that one time. I'm like, okay. I I think I felt weird about asking. Because you hey, do man. feel bad, right? Yeah. Because I yeah, I, I wasn't always in there to pay attention, but I if I did notice that you were always the last one, it does suck. Yeah. And, but also there is tricks. I'm gonna reveal to you guys a pretty <laughs> a pretty good trick at open mics. It's a diff it's a different world we live mm-hmm. in now. It's like yeah. When I was I was homeschooled. Today it's on a computer. When I was homeschooled, yeah. they mailed me a box of books for the for the season, right? <laughs> so yeah. this is that version of open mics. If you're doing an open mic that still does the lottery system, mm-hmm. that's not you know you go online and put your name. So yeah. if you're still doing a place that gives you the piece of paper that you fill out or the little ticket, um, you fold it a certain way. That's what you do. Yeah. You do a you don't just fold it in half. You don't you you do a little twisty bend. Yeah, so it's like stands out. When you're reaching your hand in there and you're grabbing, it's one of the first ones that's gonna come up. <laughs> it's yeah. not guaranteed, but it's it, you know it's it's a good odds. It's good it's, odds. It, it makes the odds a lot better, dude. Because uh, I never did that. Like, and someone told me about about that. Like, maybe like four years ago. I'm like, man, all this time I've been doing this bullshit. And I could have just done that, and then I never did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> so, um, 
I, I just got to notice on my Zoom here that uh, I'm running out of time, which I thought if it was only two people. This is literally the yeah. first time I've ever gotten that. Did they change is, it? It's, it's, it's been doing this for like about a month, man. Like, okay. Because uh, before it was if it just two people, you could just do whatever right. time you want. You know? I had but the I, pro version during the pandemic because I was mm-hmm. having multiple people on at once. Yeah. But then when the pandemic ended, I stopped using the pro version. I went back down yeah. to the free so yeah. anyway, we got like nine minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk to you about um, – I'm actually glad – I didn't plan on it, but I'm actually glad we kind of talked about open mics because that was yeah. – you know, I know a lot of guys that listen to this are up-and-coming comics. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, def- it's definitely probably hits home. <laughs> yeah, man. But, you know, you got to go through it, and I, I hope that if anybody takes anything away is be respectful, you know, stay and watch everybody, pay your dues, and then when you pay your dues, still stay – and watch mm-hmm. a couple, you know, and yeah. and there's no shame in in paying, you know. I mean, look at me. Uh, I first no second open mic I ever did was at the Haha. I met one of my best friends, who's my best friend today, who happened to be go on to be a filmmaker and do great things. And you know, I just had him direct my special. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's awesome, dude. That's that's really great. Something always comes good of, of if as long as you're out of the house and you're trying to get on stage. Yeah. I know it sucks to pay for it, and I know it sucks to sit there. But guys, like you never know the people you meet. Yeah, dude, half of this thing is relationships, man. Like, Absolutely, you, you meet great people this way too. You'll see people come and go a lot, but then mm-hmm. there's ones that'll always be. I mean, I mean, I just did the St. George Theater with you. Because yeah. I've known you all these years. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's It may take years, but guys, this the more you're in, that's just like people go, oh, you only like uh, do that, those podcasts or tour because you know Joey Diaz. Like people say that shit to me. Yeah. And it's like, really? Yeah, man. People apply that stuff. Oh, it's Joey Diaz's boy. That's why you've ever, you know, that's why you get on the road and stuff like that. Oh, because Sam Tripoli took you or Jimmy Schubert took you on the road. Yeah, mm. th- that's true. That helps. That's, but I mean, yeah, but, but you got to be really good. For people to exactly, but that just means there's that's something to be proud of. That means you've been in this a mm-hmm. long time, nonstop, and they those people recognize hard work. And not only that, yeah. they could take Joe Schmo with them on the road, and it might be their last time taking them on the road. Yeah, that is, you know, you you're given the opportunity doesn't mean that you're gonna you know be asked back to headline. Yeah, that that's the other part, right? Like they kept taking you because they knew they could count on you, right? Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, you, I don't know about anybody else but like if i'm taking a comedian with me i want them to do well because it's it makes the job easier for me like if the room's not dead then i don't have to do a lot of work to you know to like get the room going back up again when it's my time to go exactly they want somebody that is going to get the job done that the clubs are not going to give them shit later like why'd you bring this dude yeah they know you can get the job people always ask me how do you get comics to take you on the road and I, there's two things. Obviously, you got to get the job done. Mm-hmm. And another important thing is they have to get along with you off stage. Yeah. They got to hang yeah. out with you the whole week. Yeah. You know, like we went we went to Zion Canyon. We had a nice time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I brought was, Daniel Betts with fun, me. Dude. I've known Daniel for a while. He's a great dude. Uh, I mean, uh, we were calling him Snyder Cut by the end of it because <laughs> he gives you the long version of every story. And I give him a little t- – and like, you know what, dude? I could have easily used a local comic in Salt Lake City, not taken mm-hmm. Daniel, and yeah. then you didn't need a comic for your yeah. show. It could have yeah. just been me, you, and the other guy. Yeah. I didn't have to take Daniel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I could have saved on the air uh, travel, got myself a smaller Airbnb, but mm-hmm. 
like he's a good dude. He's a I see he's a promising comic. He's a good comic, and I just yeah. know that like someone did this for me, and I learned so much. So take him on the road, you learn a lot. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, you're a fucking great guy. Honestly, him. I've met his wife. They're 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 great yeah. people, and I do like to tease him a little bit about talking so much. And, uh, but he's a great dude, man. Like, yeah. I only I've only known him for the oh, I, I I met them this past weekend, but he like I had a great time with him as well. Great man. dude, but that's the key. You have to be able to get along with and have a good time with whoever you're. You know, if you if you're with the guy who doesn't party, they mm-hmm. don't want a drinker. They don't want somebody who's gonna go. Want to go to the nightclub after the show? No, yeah. I want to go back to my hotel room. And on the yeah. other hand, it works the other way. If you got a guy who does like to go to the bars and and hit on chicks or whatever after the show, yeah. he's like, you got to be the wingman. Mm-hmm. So that those are, are the are the two things. Um, really quickly, we got like four minutes left. All right. <laughs> um, you mentioned to me you're about to move to Austin. I think it's exciting. It's probably also a little scary, but yeah. You, you know, you're a comic who moved to a St. George, Utah. Well, sort mm-hmm. of, outsourced to skate St. George. And yeah. you, there was basically no comedy scene. Yeah, You had to start the comedy scene, which I think yeah. is great that you did that. Cause a lot it's a of, lot of work. <laughs> I'm sure it is, you know. But that's what you got to do. These comics that, that hit me up on my – they listen to the podcast and they go, oh, you guys talk about doing open mics, but I live in a place where there are none around me. Well, then start, start one. Start it. Yeah. So you're a great example, um, and now you're going to a place where it has a lot of comedy already in Austin, Texas. Yeah. So are yeah, you excited, man. dude? Are you nervous? Oh, dude, I, I'm I'm super excited, man. I can't wait to not have to be the one just like constantly like trying <laughs> to get the thing moving, man. Like some, it's already established there, so I'm very excited about that. And uh, yeah, of course I'm nervous, man. Like yeah. uh, I don't know what to expect, you know. Like, but at the same time, I, I know that. Like I have a I have a great work ethic and I know like if I set my mind to something I'll 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 be fine so yeah but I'm I'm very excited dude especially because uh, like leaving LA I'm like ah it's gonna be easy starting this open mic it's gonna, I mean there's so many open mics over there I mean there's a hundred some hundred and some thousand people over here they're gonna want to like do comedy like the odds are yeah. with me they were not they were not with me dude so like uh there's like maybe 10 people that do comedy in, in St. George and three or four of them like regularly do it. So it's like, Ooh, you know, but I don't have to worry about that in Austin. And at the same time, man, it's like being able to do multiple spots a night. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. Like, what, one of the great things about being here in, in, in the St. George region is that I really had to focus on my writing. Cause like, before I just got on, like I would write something, I got on stage and I kind of like worked on it on the stage mm-hmm. and here, like there's no chance to do that. So like, I actually had to sit down and like, okay, like, you know, tinker with it and stuff like that. And then now having those two skills, like, and take them to like a place where I can work on stage and I can work on like at home. So that's going to be great for me, man. I'm excited for you. I'm I'm happy for you, dude. I think you're gonna. I think it's gonna be a nice like you put the dues in for two and a half years in St. George, Utah. It was yeah. a lot of work, and I think you know you 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 know like you said, you've always had a great work ethic, and now it's time for you to move on to where someone else let someone else focus yeah. on on organization and let you yeah. focus on being a comic. And I think that yeah, that's gonna be great. Of course, you're gonna be a little nervous. It's a new city, but yeah. I mean, going outside your comfort zone is always 
That's always it's fun, always man. good for you. You know, you you die. You know, during the pandemic, you dove into jujitsu, and now you love it. It's like, yeah, I'm happy, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna hook you up with some people I know in Austin and tell you some Thanks, good dude, rooms. I appreciate to hit. that. And of course, you're in town, dude. Like, just hit me up. You have a place to stay, man. Really quickly before it cuts you off, you got a minute and a half. Um, let me. So I know at the end of June, you got one more St. George show. Yeah, yeah. It's June uh, what? June 25th, uh, Saturday, June 25th, 9 p.m. Uh, it's at Blues Cast Rock and Roll Grill. Uh, it's it's like a ten buck uh, cover fee, and then you just get like a it's, like it's a show for like about an hour and a half, almost two hours, depends on who we have. But it's it's a fun time. Check it out, you guys. There's not a lot of options in St. George. Yeah, all right, <laughs> go watch some comedy. If you're a comic, go support and 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 uh, maybe even learn a little bit. And then you do have a podcast as well. I do, I do. It's called Forgive and Forget. It's just me talking by myself sometimes i have guests i'm gonna like you said that you'll be on it so i'd love to do it as well so forgive um, and forget look it up before this cuts you off i just want to let you know thank you for being on my show and uh for coming on the homeschool podcast thank you for having me you and your wife showed me a great time if if there's uh any comic i recommend you know they that you guys took care of me brought me to my gig on time make sure you so much my man thank you to uh to you and your wife and um Guys, I'll, I'll put it in the bottom where you can follow them. So thank you, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me on, and, and thank you for coming. I had a great – I had a blast with you, dude. Thank you so much. I, I'll see you somewhere in Austin or L.A. or somewhere, brother. Yeah, man. Keep in touch. See you later, bro. Peace. You can go ahead and log off before – it's probably going to log you off anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the I mean, outro with these guys. It's less than a minute, but it's still going. I know. All right. Thank you, bro. Peace out, man. I'll, I'll reach out to you about – uh, there it went. He'll reach out to me about something. <laughs> and those of you watching the video on YouTube, you probably lost uh, video right now, but the audio is still here for you. Uh, man, fucking Zoom. That's the first time I've had that happen. Uh, it used to let you go you know, if, if you only had two people. But anyway, guys, I want to give a big thank you to all of you who continue to support the Homeschool Podcast. Big thank you to you guys if you're already watching the movie stash, those under five-minute movie reviews that are a funny movie talk show and trivia on my Instagram. Please follow me on Instagram at Augustino Zoida to, to watch those, plus all my other content and to find out my upcoming shows and everything. And I'm going to start releasing the movie stash as an actual podcast, I think, and on a, on a completely different, you know, brand new podcast. And you guys will be able to watch the whole discussion. So I'm excited about that as well. Uh, and, and that's it. You guys I want to give a big thank you to Khalil Saadi who, for uh, coming on my show today and for also having me in St. George and for opening up for me and the uh, Salt Lake City show that I did. I wish him the best of luck in Austin. Keep in touch with him, guys. He's a good dude. Go support him. Go see him in Austin. If you're a comic listening to this in Austin, Texas, help him out. Welcome him. Say, hey, welcome. You know what I mean? Let's have a let's let's be human beings. Let's have a nice community in the comedy universe. Let them know that we don't fuck around at Homeschool Podcast. We look out for one another. So if you guys could, make sure you give him a follow on Instagram. Use the link in the description or, or his handle there. And um, especially if you're a comic or even if you're not, before any type of performing artist, even just a fan of, of listening to podcasts and comedy, reach out to these to these guests that I have on. Let them know that you know homeschool podcast represents, and we're here to have a good time. We're here to support each other and provide a community. So thank you guys so much. Please continue to come back here. Hit subscribe on YouTube. Hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast, and keep coming back here 
to Homeschool Podcast, where we document the journey. I'm Augustino Zoida. Don't forget the only love can save the world. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.